Hi friends, welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie, and today I am talking with Ali Casaza. A lot of you probably know her. She's been on the podcast before. I'm so grateful she came back to chat with us a little bit more about money mindset and really diving deeper into the mindset piece and some practical things we can do to work on our mindset. So I'm super excited for you to hear from her. This is part one of our two-part conversation. In part two, she dives deeply into mom life mindset. So definitely check that one out too. Enjoy our conversation. Ali Casaza is such a passionate woman and she wants you to have an abundant life. I love that about her. So enjoy, friends. Allie, welcome back. <laughs> Hi, thank you for chatting with me again. I love I love being on your show. And I got like so many positive comments and DMs like when we when you aired it. So this is great. Awesome. Yeah, same. I know. I was telling you, like people in my real life <laughs> were saying yeah. that it really made an impact on them. So I'm excited to have you back. And um, we are talking today about mindset, which is very near and dear to my heart. And I know yours as well. And it's being talked about all the time because it's huge, huge, huge for everybody, especially in motherhood. Um, Mm -hmm. Our mindset determines so much in our day. Um, And so before we jump into mindset, I would love for you, if people haven't heard from you before, just to do a quick little intro of who you are and um, also share kind of what this season of motherhood looks like for you. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I am Allie, and I have <laughs> I have four kids. Um, so at, as we're recording this, my oldest, she's my only girl. She's 11. And then I've got three boys. Um, my daughter's name is Bella. And then my son, Leland, is nine. And my son, Hudson, is seven. And my other son, Emmett, is five. So I'm actually in a place right now where things are are really different. Things are difficult in a different way and they're good in a different way than they ever have been. It's kind of like my first season feeling like I have a little bit older kids and I'm not like I don't have really a toddler. Emmett is in pre-K and he's kind of more independent and older. And so it's just really it's really different. But it's it's really loud. It's harder because they all have their own like way they want the day to go. They all have like their own opinions about so much. And now we're dealing with like, you know, hormones and attitude stuff with my older one. So it's just like a really different phase of life. But, um, I also think I'm more aware of how I feel as a mother because of my job, like, because I work with women and moms on all the time, helping them, um, simplify and stuff. So I'm like just super aware of all the different phases of motherhood. And I think it makes me more aware of mine, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it totally makes sense. And it's fun to hear from someone who's kind of, you know, I'm in the little stage of three and one and we're still mm-hmm. growing our family. So it's definitely different. And I, you know, my friends that have older kids, it's, it's totally a different thing. And and I used to think, oh, this parenting thing is going to get easier. But um, I think you just sort of ease into it a little more as a mom. You sort of like find your groove and you realize that the hard things change and the awesome things change too. So I like that you said that. Um, yeah. Specifically today, um, you're going to chat with us about mindset, like I said, uh, in motherhood and also with money. So 
two different things, but two very important mindset topics. And so last time we chatted, we talked about why Christians should pursue wealth. Um, I loved that, you know, your action item, as I shared with you, I went over my money blocks and I, and I hope other listeners did that as well. And then really went into what are the affirmations I can speak out loud over my life in the area of money and pursuing wealth. Um, I think it's huge. And I know you would agree that um, the mindset is super, super crucial when, when you're, you know, really thinking about this idea of building wealth and maybe even launching a business. Um, So could you just start out by sharing with our listeners, you know, this idea of, you know, mindset and what, how your money mindset has shifted over the years, because you have such a dramatic story, which you shared with us last time and you share on your podcast. Um, so what are some of like the specific steps you've taken to shift your mindset? Like, can you first share, you know, what was your mindset when you were broke? And then contrast that with like how it's evolved over these years and how your, you know, your business has grown, you have built wealth. Like, so you know, maybe one of our listeners is excited about starting her own business. Um, and so what could you say to that listener, you know, when she's just starting out in the beginning um, and maybe her mindset is a little bit negative or she has some of those money blocks, you know, how, how have yeah. you in your life, you know, worked on this mindset thing? Cause I really think it's the first step, right? Absolutely. Nothing can change externally if it doesn't first change internally because our external reality is simply the result of what it's a manifestation of what's gone on on the inside. So Mm -hmm. this is why big world issues like racism and hate are mental issues. They're mindset issues. The fact that there is racism in this world is just simply a result of the internal dialogue of large groups of people. So when we want to change the world, we want to change the external reality that we're experiencing, we have to look inside first. Um, And so there are a lot of differences in my mindset and just the way I thought about things and the, the, a belief is just a thought that you keep thinking. So we really need to look at what our beliefs are about money. Um, And when I was broke, one of the main differences was that I was of the belief that money always leaves. It's never enough. There's never going to be enough. It's always going to be a struggle. Um, I believed that because I didn't go to college and neither did my husband, that that meant that we were always going to struggle because that's what I was taught. I believed that um, there was no way out of paycheck to paycheck. We were stuck in his job. It would um, take great risk and a lot of savings to like remove ourselves from the job he had at the time and go pursue something different. And I didn't ever see that happening for us. So I believed we were stuck. And so we were stuck. I believed that money always left. And so it did always leave. I believed that money always runs out and doesn't hang around. And so it always ran out and it was never in savings. Um, I believed that because I didn't go to college, I dropped out and got married. Um, and my husband, you know, followed the same path as me that, that we were doomed to, you know, flip burgers or live paycheck to paycheck as I was taught growing up. And because I believed those things, those things were true for me. So 
I believed that I was a broke person. I identified as a broke person. So I was a broke person. Um, Every time we would get like a little bit of extra pay in my husband's paycheck and like want to put it away, we would, um, there would all of a sudden be an expense that took it right up because my external reality was echoing my internal beliefs. So if my internal beliefs is that there's never extra money, it always goes away. Then when you get extra money, you're going to create with your beliefs a situation where something comes up and takes that money. Like the, we would need new tires or something would break or there'd be a, a surprising bill. One time we had a bill come up from my daughter's birth and she was like five or six at the time. Um, and it was just like things would just come out of nowhere. Like if anyone is listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, this has happened to me. It's because of your internal beliefs. Your mind is so powerful. You know, we are created in the image of God, our ultimate creator. And we are powerful because he is powerful. Um, we are abundant because he is abundance. So you can use those things for good or evil. You're using them right now, whether you realize it or not. So you might as well like wake up and get intentional about using it. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so that is probably the biggest thing is that like, I, my beliefs looked so different then than they do now. I was coming at everything from a place of lack. Everything was victim mode, um, scarcity. There's never enough because those were my beliefs. So now, now I have a business. My business is very fulfilling to me. Um, it's more than money. I love what I do. I believe that I'm here for this purpose, that what I do in my job for women is um, changing the ancient art of motherhood. I really believe that. I know that I am a tide turner and a trailblazer, and I'm happy to be that. I'm happy to be in that role. And as I'm doing that, I deserve that I am I believe that I deserve to make good money from doing that um, and to get paid well and that I don't need to charge ridiculous prices or have a $10,000 product in order to make that good money like so many um, business leaders teach. So at this point where my goal for this year is to make $3 million in revenue on low price products, I'm well on my way to that. I've got these big goals. I'm at this place where Money is a part of my reality. Money hangs out with me now. I believe that money is always flowing in. I expect to make multiple thousands of dollars every day in my business, whether it's Sunday or Wednesday, whether I'm working or not. Um, my beliefs are so different. I believe that money is everywhere. It's flowing all around me all the time. I visualize that. I notice it. I notice when I'm sitting in Starbucks with my laptop and people are just pouring in, giving their credit cards in exchange for coffee. Like money is literally being exchanged all around me. It's abundant. It's a neutral tool. It's everywhere. It has no power over me except the power I give it. Um, I believe that money is easy to get. It's easy for me to just be myself and do a live stream and make the $200, no problem. Like that's easy for me. Um, I believe that and so it is. So my reality now is that I work very few hours a week. I show up when I want to show up. I love what I do and money is just always coming in and out with ease and flow and joy. 
um, I'm able to donate large chunks of money to organizations that I believe are important in doing good things. We vote with our dollars. So I am very careful the products I buy, the things I spend my money on, because I know that money is is power and I can use that for good. Um, does this make sense? Do you see the comparison in what I'm saying from past alley to current alley? <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. I resonate so deeply and I just really love that you give specific numbers. That is something very unique about you. I yeah, I'm not afraid that, to share the details. I think also yes. it's so important to normalize money and normalize yes. the details. Like normalize also like I'm really big on normalizing wealth for women and wealth for moms. Like I have four kids that were born in five years and mm-hmm. I I take care of myself. I work out every day. I am a millionaire. I am a self-made millionaire by myself. Like I, that's not normal and I want it to be normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I, I really resonate with the specifics because I think it's easy yes. to just put these ideas out there and paint a nice picture that is very like just too big picture and you bring it down to reality. You make it real and approachable. And I think that is super powerful. And just the examples you gave, like these are things that we can start speaking out loud to ourselves that we attract money, you know, like money is always flowing. Money is abundant. Like these are words that you know, everybody definitely go back and listen to this again, because you need to write those words down. Like those are powerful words and you are living proof of that. So I think that that just in and of itself, that is just the proof right there that you've spoken these words, you've had this mindset and the money has followed. Um, and so like it's decriminalizing money. Like we have, we had that conversation in our last talk. It's like, yes. why is it awkward to say that I, how much money I want to make this year? Like, why is that? I don't get why that would be uncomfortable. Like you can Mm -hmm. have goals too. Like, why can't we all share and inspire? Like if I can do it, you can do it. If she can do it, then I can do it. If he can do it, then you can do it. Like it's, it's all hope. It doesn't need to be negative or awkward or weird. Um, And I think when we like, normalize money and numbers and wealth. Um, we're just facing the facts because money is everywhere. And as a Christian woman, like wealth and prosperity and abundance, that's my birthright. If I'm weird about it and I criminalize money, then I'm not living in my purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really, I love that about you. And I, I was wondering if you could also speak to, you know, maybe someone listening says, oh no, I'm, I'm fine. Like my mindset's good, but maybe there's something hidden there. Like it's subconscious. It's something that they haven't resolved from maybe their childhood or just different messaging in the culture. Um, And so, you know, how would someone know that they need to change their money mindset? Like how, what are some like red flags or clues for them that, um, and you know, for myself too, like I'm not above all this, like anybody can fall into these negative mindsets or lack mindsets. Um, we have to fight against it every day. So what are some maybe red flags or things that people can look out for um, to yeah, show that maybe they there. need to work on their their money mindset a little? Yeah. Well, first of all, look at your external reality. 
Do you have the money you wish you had? Do you wish there was more? Do you wish there was less stress? Like maybe you have a lot of money, but it's like kind of almost not dirty money because that usually like is what comes from like something you did something that went against your morals to get that money. But like maybe the money is coming in, but it comes at a very high price, like a lot of stress in your job or something like that. Um, look at your external reality and like there's all kinds of red flags there usually. But also um, what kind of things come up for you around money? Some people, even just me saying the word money, you feel like this this like reaction in, internally like, what is it? Put a name to it. Like, give it emotions and adjectives. Like, call it what it is. Um, if somebody, this is a great prompt. If somebody handed you a check for $10,000 right now, like, how would that feel? Do you notice anything? Like, feelings of being undeserving, um, feelings of panic. Like, one of my biggest limiting like money blocks in the past was that um, I'm not good at money. I'm not good at managing money. So if I get a lot of it, I'm going to screw it up and I'm not going to steward it well. I'm going to disappoint God and myself and my husband and my parents. I had all kinds of negative um, beliefs about myself with money. And so for me, what I did was I educated myself on the basics and then I very quickly hired an accountant somebody who is great with money and can work with me. And I'm watching the money and I'm seeing it come in. And I know I have a handle on the, my, on my money, but this person is a trained professional and she can say, okay, I would, I think we should put this over here in this mutual fund, or let's go ahead and set this aside and put it in savings. Like there was another person there that broke that limiting belief down for me and helped me open up to receiving more money because I felt so much more positively that I could handle it well when I get it. Um, so things like that, asking yourself things like if somebody gave you that $10,000 check, what comes up? Um, let's say that you, um, you got a million dollars, you won the lottery and you got a million dollars. What comes up? Do you feel like, are you thinking only of spending? Like, do you feel stressed? Do you feel exhilarated? Like just connect internally with your relationship with money. We all have a very deep seated relationship with money, but most of us are super unaware of it. Um, I have you know, I was diagnosed with PTSD a few years ago because of our old life. And I was having like, I, I think this might've come up again in our last interview. I don't remember, but I was having like nightmares and cold sweats and just crazy flashbacks of awful things that we went through because of a lack of money. So every time I would get money, I noticed that these flashbacks and these nightmares would come back. There mm -hmm. are so many things that you have that are like maybe less dramatic than that, but similar, like worries and fears. Like if you feel like you kind of occasionally struggle with anxiety. Is that attached to money? Like, do you feel anxious every time it's payday? We, I used to feel anxious every time it was payday. And you would think that I'd be excited because we were getting money from my husband's job, but I would get anxious because it just meant making hard decisions. It meant deciding to pay this bill and not that one. And can we get, you know, dinner out this Friday night or not? Like it meant painful decisions. And so that changed my relationship with money to a very negative one. Um, I know that's a really kind of messy, convoluted answer, but there's a lot of things in what I just said that you could go back and rewind and revisit for yourself and just ask yourself, like, what kinds of thoughts do I think about money? What does it feel like to imagine receiving 10K right now? Um, and not just like the positive side, but like what comes up negative for you? What, what worries come up? Um, 
what feelings of unworthiness come up? Like, what are you doing in your reality right now that that communicates to you, this is my relationship with money. It's good. It's bad. It's scared. It's angry. It's resentful. Um, borrow from Z- Jen Sincero. She says, write a letter to money. Like as if it's like, so good, right? Tune into part two. It is ready for you now. Allie's going to finish talking about money mindset and dive deeply into mom life mindset. You're going to love it. Okay. Bye for now.